Everyone at some point in their career needs a shark. Well, everyone needs a mentor, to be sure. Kevin Harrington actually is both. An original shark on the hit TV show Shark Tank, Kevin knows what it takes to mentor entrepreneurs and individuals on the journey to excellence and ultimate success. Learn from this legendary entrepreneur on this episode of Therefore What? Therefore What? is a weekly podcast that breaks down the news while breaking down barriers, challenges you in the status quo, explores timely topics and timeless principles, and leaves you confident to face what's next. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor for the Deseret News, and this is Therefore What? We are very pleased today to be joined here on Therefore What with one of the original sharks in the Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Uh, I, I guess I can call you a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> and, well, thank uh, you. I appreciate that. <laughs> to, to me, that's the highest compliment you can give anybody. And uh, well, uh, my wife regularly jokes that my career has had a certain staccato effect just going from one thing to the next. You've done some extraordinary things when it comes to entrepreneurship and rolling. And uh, so I want to get just a little bit of your background first for some of our listeners who may be less familiar. And then I want to dive into some of your latest projects and some of the mentoring you're doing. Super. Well, so real quick, I'll go back to how I kind of got into, into my main business. It was going back to the early 80s. I was a young entrepreneur. I started a business in high school, a business in college, sold that business. And, and I was uh, watching TV one day, and I had cable television. And it was the early days of cable, because this was the early 80s. And I, I was watching you know, CNN 24 Hours of News and HBO movies. And then I got to Discovery Channel, Channel 30 of a 30-channel package. There was nothing on at all, just these colored bars. So I called the cable company, and I said, hey, what's happening? There's nothing on Discovery. And they said, oh, it's our newest channel. It's the last channel, Channel 30. It's only an 18-hour-a-day channel because they don't have a budget for 24 hours a day. So uh, the light bulb went off. I thought, I'm an entrepreneur. There's got to be something I can put in those six hours that can make me money and pay this cable station something for the time. So went down, cut a deal with them, and I started plugging products in. So wow. we started with the food saver, then we went and we did the, the, uh, the Ginsu knives and the Jack LaLanne juicer, and, and then it just took off from there. We were doing Billy Mays and George Foreman, and, and then we got into fitness for Tony Little, and, and then the, the Jenners called, Chris Jenner uh, called, and we were doing fitness projects with the Jenners, and, and all of a sudden, it, it was hundreds of products, billions of dollars in sales. We went public on the New York Stock Exchange and uh, had, had a, a historic kind of a, a business takeoff. This was in, in the 90s and after the 2000s. Uh, it's just, it's been now 38 years of uh, finding products, putting them on TV, on as seen on TV.com, as seen on TV, Inc. And just the last part of it, and I'm done, okay, <laughs> is after all of this, I was having a lot of fun building businesses, helping out entrepreneurs were making literally hundreds and hundreds of millionaires were, were, were being made doing all this from the, the, the pitch people, the inventors, etc. I then got the phone call from Mark Burnett who said, hey, would you like to be on Shark Tank? So, uh, of course, that made sense for me and uh, and, and that was it. So, uh, had, had, had a good run selling 
lots of products, but now I invest, and I've invested in over 500 companies over mm. the years, and, and now I invest in more than just product companies, so that's that's important. I, I invest in businesses and services and w- whatever makes sense, and of course now with the COVID situation, it's been a little crazier for a lot of people. Right. <laughs> trying to figure out what to do. So that's sort of my overview, uh, Boyd, and oh, I'll just take it from there. Okay? Yeah, fantastic. I actually want to dive into the uh, the COVID situation uh, just because I think there are unique principles that entrepreneurs get. So often people get into a phase like this. We've had major trauma. We've got unrest. People are kind of hunkering down. The economy's dipped. And a lot of people get into that mentality of, hey, I'm just going to hunker down and, and wait it out. You've proven over and over again that it's uh, it's far better to lean into that stiff wind than it is to hunker down and do nothing. You hit the nail on the head on that one because I've talked to so many people that that's exactly their first tendency is to just hunker down, wait it out. What I did, the first thing I did is I said, what products have I sold over my 38 years that would be applicable mm-hmm. to this marketplace right now? I said, people are, what are they doing? They're staying home. Some, obviously, there's a lot of unemployed people, but um, there's a lot of people staying home. They want to fix up their house. They're not going to buy a new house. They're not going to go spend big money on remodeling. So, 15 years ago, we had products that we had the, a product called the Magic Saw, and it was an amazing hand saw for $35 that did all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, we went back to our initial supplier, haven't sold any in, in years, and brought it back, the Magic Saw. Took it to QVC, we, we got the Magic Saw, the Magic Wrench, the Magic Hammer. Those three products are going to do $40 million in sales for us wow. this coming year. Just that all by itself. And so... It's, 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 I, I say when, when times are tough, you got to go back to the basics. You hunker down, but you go back to the basics. And, and, and this is one of the amazing things, Boyd, that's happening out there. As people are home, uh, and, and, you know, they're, what are they doing? They're on, they're watching TV, they're on the internet. So the actual cost per acquisition of consumers for lead generation and even uh, for, for, for you know customers to buy things is lower today than it was before coronavirus because the, all of the media, they're running into challenges because the advertisers have kind of gone, gone away. Movie theaters aren't advertising, concert promoters aren't advertising, restaurants aren't advertising because they, you know, for, for the last few months they haven't been able to, to have people come to their facility. So, so advertisers are down, but viewership is up. This is a great opportunity for mm-hmm. customer acquisition. So during the coronavirus, seeing increased sales because people are at home and they are buying. So a little bit of a pivot towards a work from home angle right. can, can be all the difference in the world. Yeah, that's uh, that's so good. Uh, I want to dive in for a, a second, just into some of the uh, the principles. We're, we're always getting to, what what is the principle driving this behavior? What is the principle that's driving success or, or solving the problem? Uh, as you look back over your entrepreneurial uh, experience uh, with all these different products, with all these different folks that you've, you've helped achieve that, uh, give us, what, what are the two big principles like if there's two driving principles uh, to having success as an entrepreneur what what are those and what's the application application to what we're dealing with today so 
very, very good question, and and uh, I'll say this: um, I, I go all the way back to my early days when I was a teenager. I was fortunate to have a father who was entrepreneurial. My father opened his first business called Harrington's Irish Pub, and when I was eleven, I started working in there. And by the time I was fifteen, he was. Saying, Kevin, you need to own your own business. You're, you're, in, you're in high school, soon to be college. You got to start making money. You want to buy a car. You know, go start a business. You're not yeah. going to make enough money working in, in, in you know, for your father was making a dollar an hour. This is back <laughs> in, the, in the in the in the it literally was in the '60s. Okay, when I first started, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, so so I started a driver's ceiling business when I was 15 years old and was was doing very very well. But the point is, he mentored me to be an entrepreneur. And I have used mentors in my life, my entire life. In fact, in 1987, I was a young entrepreneur. I was doing infomercials. Michael Dell was a young entrepreneur mm. selling computers. We started an organization called EO, the Entrepreneurs Organization. It's today, it's a mentoring organization. It's the largest in the world, 150 cities around the world, 55 countries. And so I believe that people need a dream team, a mentor team, a, a team of experts. And a great example, when I was building my first infomercial business, I didn't have any capital. I started with, with the capital I had from previous businesses, but it was tens of thousands of dollars, not hundreds of thousands, and not millions of dollars as I really needed if I'm going to be doing, you know, if you're going to go build a $100 million business, you need inventory, you need capital, you need millions, right? So the Bottom line is, I got a mentor that was a finance mentor. He was a former bank president. He walked into a bank that had already turned me down for financing and got me a $3 million line of credit because I brought him in to mentor me on how to go raise capital. So that $3 million line of credit catapulted us to 100 plus million in sales, which then took us on to be able to go to 500 million from there. So any entrepreneur right now, especially during these tough times, needs to have a mentor. And, and of course, that's why I wrote the book Mentor to Millions, because it's all about mentorship, both for your business and your family. Yeah, it's so, so important and so timely. Uh, I want to get into uh, some of the things that you've got in the book Mentor to Millions, because having a mentor, having a coach, I mean, you can go through history and so many who achieved extraordinary success, there's always a, an Aristotle Plato. There's always a, a John Wooden and a Bill Walton or a Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan and so on. There there's always seems to be that coach-mentor-student relationship. Uh, and so give us some of the principles here. What should people be looking for? I, I'm a big believer that you got to have mentors and coaches in all different aspects of your life. Uh, what have you learned and uh, what, what are you sharing with folks right now? Well, I, I think in my world, uh, I have mentors can be uh, uh, in different categories also. So I mentioned I had a finance mentor. Mm -hmm. To this day, I still have a finance mentor for my personal investments and personal finance. I have um, a legal mentor because, you know, how do you set up? I mean, I made mistakes. When we were building our business, we had everything under one company, and we had one of our products that had some quality issues from the manufacturing level. And 
So that product was was causing massive returns and chargebacks at the bank. The bank grabbed our entire account in, in looking to protect themselves, as opposed to now my, my legal mentors say every entity should be a separate LLC. So if I right now I've got 20 products that I'm selling around the world. If one of them goes bad, it's going to only affect its own LLC, not the entire company. Mm-hmm. So I almost lost the whole company because we had one product that represented 5% of our sales that was causing problems for the whole company. So, oh, wow. so legal mentors, operation, finance, and now one of the biggest mentors that I have in my world are digital mentors because I come from the old school days of, you know, as seen on TV and, 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 and there's a lot fewer viewers on TV right now than there wasn't. It's uh, outside of this increase recently with COVID, there's 50% less viewers on TV today than there was 10 years ago. Mm. So we now are a digital company. I sold, I owned Asina TV Inc. com. sold them both because that's the old way. Right. And uh, the new way is Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all the different things that you, you do with influencers and things like that. So um, we, we're building businesses in a different way. TV is very expensive and did fine for me for years. But now that the viewership's down, I can't make the numbers work as easily. And it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's kind of a, it's a digital world out there. So this is part of the process is making sure that you surround yourself with the right experts and the right advice. Yeah, I love that. Uh, some of the principles that you that you talk about and share uh, are so critical in terms of, you know, your mentor is not going to spare your feelings and it's going to provide structure and support. Uh, I used to always say that, you know, good coaching was based on some education. You got a knowledge piece. You got some inspiration, you know, why you're going after it. Application, you know, what are you going to do about it? And then the, the big thing, and I want to get your take on this, is the accountability factor that mentors really do don't spare your feelings and hold you accountable for right. what you say you're going to do. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. I, I love that because sometimes even, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for 40 years. It's hard to hold yourself accountable a lot of times. Okay, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think a lot of people are finding that out. At uh, we used to, we've been joking at our house. You know, my kids would always say, well, "You know, you're not the boss of me." And I think there are a lot of people around the country who have realized they sort of wish somebody was the boss of them because it's hard to hold yourself accountable when you're working from home. It, it is. It, it is. So accountability is is one of the key things mentors do. Mentors can help they can help make great introductions for you mm. um you know like if you need a, a cfo they, they tend to happen to, to know a lot of people and make great introductions i i've had mentors like i mentioned help raise capital right so there's people out there listening to us right now that are saying wow i i've got a great idea i've got a great business i just need to raise some money well it's not that tough if you have the right people and you know how to do it. So, I mean, I, I, I had never been a money raiser before I started in, in business, but I now, I've raised hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, just in the last 10 years. So, yes, I invest money, but, you know, a guy came to me, he needed $20 million, And I said, I don't write $20 million checks, but I'll put the first 250 in, and now we'll go raise the other 19 plus. Right. We did, and we raised twenty million dollars. But it's you know there's there's a method and a system to all of it. And mentors, 
we've been there before and, and been experienced it. And one of the key things, and this, this is the, the, I'll call it the grand poobah, okay? <laughs> your business to make money, and, and sometimes that means you should sell your business. You should have an exit. I know tons of people that are doing this with Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is buy these little companies on Amazon that have a million in sales, two million in sales, five million in sales, because they're consolidating and rolling up Amazon companies. So, so if you've got an Amazon business, hey, maybe you can sell it. So does your mentor have exit strategy, information, and knowledge and yeah. expertise, right? Does it sell the business? Be careful. I've seen people really get messed up and screwed at the final, you know, day before the closing kind of thing where they end up taking a lot less because the guy buying it puts, you know, some little change to the deal. So you just got to be careful. But at the end of the day, building a business and having an exit is a good strategy. And that's what mentors can help you do also. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I've been dying to ask you this uh, this one frame. These are some principles uh, in your book, Mentor to Millions. Uh, because so often we have people, not just entrepreneurs, people in general are asking, especially in a time like this, what should I be doing? Uh, and you point out the difference. That that's a that's a good question. But the more important question may be, what should I not be doing right now? Walk us through that. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I, I think there, some entrepreneurs have the shiny object uh, problem. <laughs> And, you know, always chasing, you know, the, the dream. And, you know, now is not the time to do that. Now is the time to hunker down and focus on the basics. It's, I say, look at all your digital assets. Look at your websites. Look at, you know, are you using retargeting on your website? And hopefully you are. This is, you know, uh, something that can give you 20% more connectivity. So, you know, I was on a website the other day. I went on it uh, on my mobile phone, and it was coming through look, you know, kind of all messed up, it's because they didn't have their website optimized for mobile. So, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, and sometimes these are older established businesses, maybe, you know, I was looking at some roofing things the other day, and it's like, hey, these folks are so unsophisticated with, with their digital presence, their websites, their this, their that. It, you know, it, now is the time to focus on the basics, get, you know, get, and, and I say go back to looking at what is your customer acquisition model and how can you get customers cheaper today because there are opportunities right now. As I mentioned, there's more people at home and they tend to be on the phone in their computer. So if you do have an opportunity customer acquisition-wise, you can be out there connecting at a, at a more attractive level today than maybe 60 or 90 days ago. So, But again, you have to have all your digital assets really prepared and, and on, uh, in full, uh, firing on all cylinders kind of thing. So um, yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, we always talk about lifelong learning, that uh, entre- it's not what you learn in high school or college, it's what you learn after. Uh, that is the the real test, especially for entrepreneurs or anyone who's trying to be successful in in any area. What should people be reading uh, in this in, in this climate, this environment? I, you know, it's funny. I, I I read. I used to get five newspapers every single day until 
uh, three of them said, we're not going to be printing daily anymore. We're going to be sending it to you digitally and this and that. But I love reading a lot. I read, I read newspapers, trade journals. I'm, I'm staying up to speed on the latest and the greatest. What's happening? I'm in a lot of industries. I'm in the houseware industry, hardware industry, fitness industry, beauty industry. So I subscribe to lots of information, lots of trade journals, lots of, of, of product uh, journals and things like that. But I also... Um, and, and constantly looking because I'm in the product business, so I'm I'm online looking. At, you know, I go on Amazon. I look at the hottest selling products, what's yeah. trending today, and things like that. So it it gives you um, a good pulse. And even in, in the old model was I would take I, I subscribed to 1,500 catalogs and and sent an, an, a, a, a real letter to 1,500 catalogs and said I'm an avid catalog buyer. Please send me your catalog. Wow. Well, I I got 1,500 catalogs over the next four months. Came to my house. House, and I stacked them up in the different categories, and I, I could see trends. If I wanted to see, you know, housewares catalogs, there's 60 of them. Yeah. I could go in there and see all the trends happening in the industry. But you can do this now digitally. So, you know, the bottom line is is that um, I'm reading books. I mean, Russell Brunson's book on click funnels was, you know, a powerful book back, you know, a couple of years ago when it talked about, you know, connecting with people digitally and creating funnels. So, you know, I, I love those kinds of things. There's, you know, I, I'm not a fiction reader. I'm, I'm, I'm like a business book reader, and I, I probably read at least one book a week, um, and sometimes more as I've, you know, got a, a stack of them uh, beside my, uh, my, 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 my table in the office as well as my nighttime table at, at bedtime when I'll read to, you know, to go to sleep. But love reading, you know, Gary V has great stuff that he's, that he's put out over the years, the jib-jab type stuff. Yeah. You know, he's, he deals with influencers, and we've got a lot of stuff that uh, we're bringing influencers into also. So I just think a lot of the current business uh, stuff is important, and staying, staying up to speed um, on in, in your industry, and for my industry being products, it's catalogs and the Amazons and all that kind of thing that I stay in touch with on a daily basis. Therefore, what? Well, we, we've come to the portion of the program. Uh, the program is called Therefore What? Uh, and so this is where I get to ask you the therefore what question. So people have been listening for the last 20 minutes here. Uh, what's the therefore what for you? What do you hope people that have been listening to this podcast today, what do you hope they think different? What do you hope they do different as a result? I, I, I hope that, that folks that are out there that have been hunkered down and hide, kind of hiding from what's going on possibly or not sure what to do to reach out and find somebody that is in a mentor type capacity and in your industry or in your neighborhood or in, you know, in, in the local entrepreneurial community might be, you know, you can go to find EO members in your local market. You can go to the chambers of commerce or you can, you know, one way to find mentors, I, I say, see who you write checks to. You, you write checks for insurance, for legal, for accounting. My accountant, I asked him for some help, some mentoring help, because I pay him a lot of money. He, he ended up finding us a new CFO. Oh, wow. So go, you know, use the people that surround you to help you get a great mentor. And, and, and by the way, 
some mentors, most mentors don't even charge. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's sort of that, you know, from my side, I mentor lots of people and, and, you know, very seldom. I mean, if somebody then says, hey, look, I need you to do this and this and this and this, can you help me? Yeah, there might be uh, some time uh, issues there. I might have to pick up some flights flying around and stuff. But for the most part, you can get a great mentor without even having the, the right of a huge check. So that's what I'm hoping that everybody will that's sitting there right now, go find one. And, uh, and, and maybe it's a, a digital um, a mentor if you don't feel that you've got that if you're not out on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and and those kind of places generating leads for your business, you probably need a digital mentor also. So go get it. It's out there and uh, and, and, and get the best you can. And, and, and hopefully uh, we'll hear some good results from some of the folks that are that are listening today. I always love hearing back, boy, if anyone gained from our from our talk here. Oh, fantastic. Uh, everyone needs a shark. Everyone needs a mentor and uh, nobody better than uh, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, boy. Take care. Remember, after the story is told, after the principle is presented, after the discussion and the debate have been had, the question for all of us is, therefore what? Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening today, and be sure to rate this episode and leave us a review. Follow us on DeseretNews.com slash TW and subscribe to our newsletter. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor for the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Therefore What?